Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. DJ Luis is yes, DJ Luis. throwing all kinds of different shapes listening shock? to this. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to tweet today. No. I am going to have to put a picture up yeah, but you, of Luis in his shirt. Yeah, I don't like you, the predominantly green that's in it, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> you like that? No, I don't. No, I don't like the predominantly sorry. green, Luis. No. Especially today, after last night. No. I don't like it that it's green. We should have been wearing something blue. Anyway... Um, right. I promise I, by this point, if you haven't, check out my uh, Twitter account because I will have posted a picture by this time of Luis and Luis. Luis. Yeah. Uh, well, some anyway, well, he's Portuguese. Well, so he's, he's, and he's a cameraman, so he's got creative instincts. Yeah. My name's Richard Keyes. This I'm Andy is, Gray. You're listening to Keyes and Gray, the pod. Uh-huh. I know that this is going to be a good episode because right. I can feel it. Can you? I've got so much good stuff to talk to you about. Good. And I know that you're buzzing this morning. I'm buzzing this morning. You can find us on Keyes and Gray the podcast, uh, on Twitter and Insta, which was something that my pronunciation of Insta, I, I always say it with a slight irony, but the what? boys in the golf club did pick it up this week. That, What's that? Well, it's Instagram, isn't it? And if you're youthful and you, you, you're young and you uh-huh. use that, it's Insta or yeah. Instas. And, and so yeah. I always use that yeah. phraseology with yes. a little bit of irony the for boys give you, boys give you stick? Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah. You're a posh boy, Howie. And what do you give you stick for? It's called Insta, isn't it? Well, it's Instagram, really. It, well, it, no, everybody calls unless it Insta. Unless you're 12 or 14. So, well, I mean, he anyway. talks abbreviated language. Um, <laughs> he does, to be fair. You know, BTI, Keezy. And I promised I'd give... BTW, uh, <laughs> Keezy. LOL, Keezy. OMG. OMG, I promised Keezy. I'd mention Brian, so we've mentioned Brian. And Clooney's got COVID. What? Yeah. Been to Egypt on holiday with the family. Egypt. Oh, so tabs- not only has he been away for the past month... But he's come back with COVID, and now his wife has COVID, and his children no. have COVID. So I don't think we'll be seeing him anytime soon. No, I don't think so. You can also, have if you have an know. electronic listening device, I, I know they're described by some as aids, but they do tend to listen more than they really? um, um, give. So you, you can say if, whatever it's called. Huh? Uh, let's see if it, she's... Alexa, play Keys and Grey, the podcast. No, she Here's switched off. based on Keys and Grey's. Oh, she never did. Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. She's listening. <laughs> right, congratulations. Thank you. I'm going to really quote to you. Go on. Um, very poignant, I thought, this morning. Uh, posted by a friend of ours. Uh, all I have to do is find it. Uh, uh, I think I know which one you're looking at. Yeah. McCoist. 
Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Great words. Great words from Ali because yeah. there are probably one or two people out there enjoying it, he said, when Rangers were on their knees. Yes. Uh, maybe one or two people uh, uh, have a wee fly kick. I would suggest them to have a right good kick just now because we will not be where we are for long. Nor were they. No. And that was about 2012, about 10 years ago? 10 years ago. There you go. Yeah. yeah, I remember it well. Fairy tale for a I club formed only ten years ago to be no, in a European even, final even at this that. point in their history don't is extraordinary. Listen, you've already got Newcastle fans on your back. <laughs> you don't want Rangers fans on it as well. Right? Great Rangers fans know that I am strictly neutral. Oh yeah, no, you're Celtic, and fan. enjoy the success of both clubs. Yeah, well, we are delighted. This we is brilliant. Are absolutely yeah. buzzing this morning, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, phones were non-stop, and last night it was as well as you can imagine. Are you going? Yeah, at the moment I am. Um, are, are you going? Yeah, I, yes, I am. I plan to be in Seville on the 18th. So you should so, be to watch my team. Just getting there, sorting out some tickets. Hopefully, um, there is a chance yeah. that this may never happen again in your lifetime. Mm. I know a chance. I know. Although it's what four, 14 years since the the Manchester. Manchester. Yeah, yeah. 14 years. Yeah, yeah. So there's a chance, and 50 years almost to the day. It will be when the finals played in Seville, when we won the Cup Winners' Cup. We? Yeah, Rangers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to talk to somebody later who played we, in that team. We are. We are. And, and we are um, full of praise yeah. for the job done. Because it was, it was, it, it's, it's, I mean, it really is quite something. Mm. It is, because we've had a troubled season. Yeah. Obviously, with, with Gerard leaving and the way it happened and... Van Bronckhorst coming in and Celtic having our lift again and winning the league. And it looked like... And congratulations to them, uh, Mr. Postacoglu. What a very good job done in his first season. And one or two eyebrows were raised when yes, he was appointed. He's done brilliantly, in fairness. Um, but yes, um, and I, I say this in all seriousness, from a standing start, and it has been mm -hmm. 10 years ago, yeah. it's an extraordinary climb back. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It really is. Yeah, it is. It's stunning. Uh, same can't be said for the Hammers, sadly, who I hope will use the frustration and disappointment of their exit to grow from. Right. Here's what we're going to find out isn't it? at the weekend. We've talked about this, you and I, and being sports this week when we're doing... No, don't, go with, don't go with City yet. I'm not there yet. No, no. I'm talking about lifting. Moses oh, yes. The ability to lift his team for the weekend mm. again. Mm. So that's, that's, that's going to be big for him. I did send a message this morning consoling him. Uh-huh. And well, I'm a ball well, I was just about, you see, that's interesting. I made the point <laughs> that Moisey was upset because right. they weren't getting the ball back at the same speed mm -hmm. as the home team. And there was a, yeah. he felt a little bit of gamesmanship. Going okay. And I said, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the Premier League club that used to put the multi-balls in a bag when they were winning and take them back down the tunnel. Who was that? You know full well who that was. Who was it? That was Moisey and Everton. Moisey and Everton. But it's not. It was not. We wouldn't stoop to that. And that, that's why, that's the primary reason why the multi-ball system <laughs> isn't bad. used in the Premier League. Yeah. Moisey used to have someone go around and collect the collect balls the minute they were in front. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, You know I love many of the Daily Mirror's recent yes, headlines. It is an absolute classic. Special one. Leicester nil. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Clever. That's brilliant. Really clever, That's I brilliant. thought. And uh, the, to those who said he's done, he's picked he's up here a bang ordinary yeah. Italian football team yeah. and club and taken them to their first European final in more than 30 years. Wow, there you go. 
He's done. Whilst <laughs> sending Carlo Ancelotti a message, let's go and win them both. Carlo, let's go and win both finals, said Mourinho in a message to his friend okay. and uh, sometime mentor. Um, how do you respond as an Evertonian to Carlo Ancelotti saying, it'll feel like a derby because I'm still an Evertonian? What? Yeah. It'll feel like a derby because he's still an Evertonian. Playing Liverpool. I know, but is he really? Well, I don't know. You're well, obviously there. It's your football club, not I know, mine. I know. Uh, listen, I know what effect Everton had and has had on me, and I was only there a short time. Yeah. But in that short time, we, we did become the most successful side that Everton have ever had. So that that's probably why. But he was only there, what, 15, 18 months? Two years. Two years. Well, there you go. Then if he's been there two years, then I'm happy to have him as a Tony. Absolutely. Are you pleased to see him being this successful 12 months after Do walking you know what? Out? I am. I, I am. Because, because he is a decent guy. <laughs> he is a genuine guy. You know him. I know, but you know, we know what he's like. He's not one of these that you, you dislike. You can't dislike Carlo Ancelotti. Not really. No. And Real Madrid came calling. And, you know, we've always sat around that table, wherever we've been, for 30 years and said, you know, you can't blame a player, a manager, if Barcelona, Real Madrid come calling. No, agreed. You have to go. And I think he had to go, but yeah. Well, it is tinged with a little would, frustration. Yeah, a little frustration, but all I would say is, go Carlo. Yeah. Treat it like a derby and win it. <laughs> Uh, Mark Clattenburg, he's not the first, but I'm pleased that one or two others now are beginning to join this debate, saying that football should introduce 60-minute matches with a stop clock. And I agree. And you would get away from all that nonsense of time-wasting, uh, the, the, the ineffective yellow card for a goalkeeper after 20 minutes, Useless. because he Waste really doesn't care. Waste of time. But if you, if you timed matches with a stop clock to have the ball in play for 60 minutes, right. then you would always have an even playing field, wouldn't you? You would always have yeah. Yeah. A, a, a game that can't be manipulated by time. Uh, Manchester City fans complaining this week, the ref blew 10 seconds early. Now, on the face of it, so what? But by the way, you can score a goal in that time. You complain about the 10 seconds. Three minutes. Yes, I know. Three minutes. It was more like eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Waste, wasting time. There must have been six subs in the second half, yeah. seven subs or something like that. It was ridiculous that he put three minutes up. It was a minimum of five, and then they blow it at, th at two minutes 50 when the goalkeeper's just about to launch it forward for the last time, and who knows what But you see, happen. a 60-minute stop clock would, would ensure that, that sort only, of thing I tell you what happen. my only worry about that is. I'm, I'm guessing that in a normal 90 minutes that we watch, the ball is in play, is it for, what, 49, 50 no, 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 56, 58. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it as much yeah. as that? It's dropped from when we used to, when we first started uh, covering Premier yeah. League football. It was always, because I did this every weekend, yeah, yeah. it was always around 59, 61. Was it really? And I think it's dropped to about 56, 57, 58, oh, if not, you're lucky. Well, that's not bad. So it's, it's two minutes, but it's a crucial two minutes. Mm. It's, it's time Can enough you? to score four goals. I don't mind that then. If Madrid put two in in 50 yeah, seconds. exactly. I don't mind that. Did you see that video yet about what happened after the first goal? No, I haven't. I, no, I haven't seen it, Andy. I want to come. I want to come on to All it. Right, go on. right. This, this. Some will scoff at this, right? And I'll tell you why they shouldn't in a minute. A piece by Tom Morgan this morning in the Telegraph. The football agent who suggested an African curse would stop Pep Guardiola winning the Champions League has described being bombarded with messages saying he was right after City's most recent exit to Real Madrid. If you remember Dimitri Seluk, who was looking after Yaya Toure right. when he fell out with uh, Pep Guardiola. Was that the Boston uh, thing? And, 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 and uh, Selleck said, There's an, well, I, I place a curse on him. He will never win this Champions League. He, he, he goes on to say in this article, he turned all Africa against himself. 80 million people 
Um, he finishes and concludes by saying, I'm not really opposed to Guardiola. He's a good coach, but I know Africa supporters, one billion people were opposed to Pep. Now, if you think that's nonsense, let me just tell you of the case of a, a Newcastle United manager mm -hmm. who shared with us the story Correct. of having two forwards at yes. his club I during his time there, Correct. one of whom had put a curse on the other. I'm not scoffing at that, by the way, because I know that it's story. And these guys take this very seriously. Yeah, it's a very interesting article to read today. And, and uh, I'm, I, I don't know the merits of whether that indeed is the case or not no. but but what I do know is Guardiola hasn't still hasn't, hasn't won, won it still. the Champions League and he's going another year and it was a real capitulation wasn't it uh, I, I'm sure you've seen the um the meme doing the rounds of the two boys doing exactly what we are now uh, podcasting and discussing uh asthma yes yeah yes is that just uh well, I've, as How you would expect, truth, I will expect you as a journalist, yes. the duo, you'd have investigated this. Yes, you're that, absolutely well right. Well, well done. <laughs> I thought that this morning when I saw the, the is it a meme you called Mo it? Moisey's just replied, I'll share that with you. Right, okay, so I've done a little bit of work this morning and um, we, have a, we have a shared group yes. chat site called a load of bollocks, yes. which is one of your phrases. It is. Uh, I can tell you it's a load of bollocks. Right. Um, you need a respiratory consultant and an official report saying asthma uh, is, is uh, a, problem. A, a problem to be allowed to use these medications. Salbutamol is not banned. It's just that you can't use more than a certain amount. Uh, my source goes on to explain people don't cheat in football like this. It's impossible to do it in a team sport like football on an industrial scale. Uh, it's a skill-based sport. There are side effects to taking too much of these medications, which would adversely affect your touch and judgment. Endurance and sprint sports, on the other hand, like cycling, mm. uh, requiring no inherent skill, right. is a different story, okay. different story entirely. Good. So I think we can dismiss that. Dismiss I think it. it's very naughty of whoever it was placed that yeah, uh, back into uh, the... the um, the, 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 the ether yeah. of that's, social that's media. Yeah, I just think that's, that's, that's all, wrong. That's, and the trouble with these things, Andy, you and I know is, the minute somebody repeats what is a Correct. load of bollocks, yes. for, for some people, I'm sorry to say, it becomes the truth. Yeah, and that is the problem. But we can sit here and say that truly is a load of bollocks that was out this morning. We can. Okay, uh, Sammy, uh, Martin Samuel, just have to mention this because it's something, I've, I've got two things left and, and then we can talk more about uh, Rangers. Uh, less than a year ago, says Sammy, Chelsea were champions of Europe. Mm. needed mm. superhuman mismanagement <laughs> to steer them to the brink of extinction within a matter of weeks. But this British government has <laughs> delivered it. it. <laughs> He's absolutely 100% right, isn't he? Yeah. And how, how, how in that case are we going to allow this sport to be he, he goes on to make the point about regulation, which is something I'm strongly against as well. The same politicians, he says, will pontificate about clubs like Berry, who unsurprisingly struggled in an area of the country that houses <laughs> Manchester United, <laughs> City, Liverpool, Everton, and a whole lot more. And yet they can't manage Chelsea. How could their regulatory appointees be trusted with running clubs down the pyramid mm -hmm. where the skilled financial management is key? Uh, he's, he, I mean, he's just spot yeah, on. Yes. It, it's, it's, not, it's just stay out of it. Just stay away because they've made more of a mess of that than, than they, if they tried to uh, actually bring this to a conclusion of that nature, then, then you'd have struggled, Andy. But they mm -hmm. somehow have managed to do it. They really have. And VAR will be used in the championship playoff final, it seems. Do you know why? Because they can. No. Why? Because there are concerns over avoiding what would be the most costly refereeing mistake in football. Sorry. I don't agree. Well, hold on. That's assuming that... We're assuming then that every, every decision that every makes in the Premier League is right. My point entirely. <laughs> Ask Everton. Yeah. 
Exactly. To Trace. whom Mike <coughs> Riley, a this is the difference between decisions we all debate still that were a little bit lively at the time and, and, and the one that cost Everton a penalty, maybe a point if they convert. Mm -hmm. But Mike Riley officially apologised for that error, taking the onus of the blame. So that point, let's presume Everton score, that point might yet be enough to save them in the Premier League. I know. Equally at the top, yes. Liverpool would be a point clear. They would be. They would be. Because so don't talk to me about VAR being the answer to stopping multi-million no, pound errors in the game. No, no chance. Absolutely no chance. It's just ridiculous um, because it isn't. 7.1 million pound shirt. I know. Hodgie, lucky mm. boy. I should have stayed pals with him, shouldn't I? Well, you should have bought it. <laughs> I didn't know he had it when he was at Villa. I'll I make, didn't know he had it. I'll make Bill, uh -huh. I shan't uh -huh. reveal any more no, details. no. Uh, who lives in our part of the world was yeah. offered that shirt in in 2010 12 years ago for 150,000 no. pounds oh he offered 120 no. they turned it down mm. oh bill he's not made many bad decisions <laughs> well, <bro. laughs> that, that shirt was sold on the same day that his beloved manchester city went out of the european oh Cup. no double whammy for him nice piece in the mirror the reason i mention it um putting prices on memorabilia uh, the England team of 66. Mm -hmm. uh, this is sad also because these mm -hmm. boys should have been A, treated far better than they were and been made icons yes. of, 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 of the game. And Nobby Styles ended up bust, uh, sold his World Cup and European Cup medals for 290,000. Roger Hunt gave his shirt to a Liverpool museum. Oh. Uh, Banks, Gordon Banksy, put his medal up for auction for 124,000 pounds. Wow. Big Jack, kitten medal valued at 200,000 pounds when he died. George Cohen sold his medal to his former club, Fulham, to put on display for 80,000. Mm. Uh, Ray Wilson, fullback, of course, 80,750, auctioned his medal in 2002. What a shame. What is a shame. But it does make you wonder, and sadly, you played in an era when, she, well, I mean, Maradona's hasn't got his name. No, they haven't that, got names in it. We know it is, but, yeah, but I know. you can't really identify them to the same way. You need what, what Hodgie had, which is proof, don't you? Yeah, well, he had proof. Yeah. yeah. But the only authentic. Authenticity. Authentic Authenticated. Authentication. The only <laughs> yeah. authentication you can get is obviously if the guy himself signs it, I guess. Well, yeah, although this one wasn't signed. No, was it married, but, but we know it was. Mm. I mean, 7.1 million. I know. That's extraordinary. I, I can't get my head around it. What was my cup on this cup final? Well, do you remember the story of us trying to find your lead? Yes, <laughs> the Wolves one. <laughs> we, that was fantastic. Me, Shrevesy, Andy Melvin, yeah. producer at the time. It was his idea for, a, I think, your 50th. 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 Huh? We were going to buy you back the shirt that you scored the winning goal for Wolves against Forest with. Yeah, you were going to buy me back a shirt that I already had. Well, we didn't know that. I know you didn't. Because this, this shirt came up on, this shirt came up for auction. And we thought, well, that'd be a lovely idea. So we bid, and I think we spent something like, I don't know, four or five thousand yeah, pounds? Did. No, you never spent four or five hundred. <laughs> thousand my ass. Load of bollocks. <laughs> Only to discover that the picture that authenticated it, mm -hmm. that came with it, yes. with your arms raised, yes. you're in what? Short sleeve shirt. Yeah, uh, this one had long sleeves. Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> did, did someone not come in the office when you were all sitting there proudly? I'll tell you who it was. We were really pleased with ourselves. You we had thought it framed this is and everything. It was framed. It was looked really nice. Yeah. And it was Chris Haynes, the head of press prevention. That's it. Uh, who came in and said, uh, and, and the picture was actually in the frame. Not one of us had noticed it. Nobody. 
He said, I don't think this is the shirt that Andy wore. <laughs> Why not? Of course it is. Well, look at the shirt he's got on the picture. Short sleeves, yeah. Look at the shirt in the frame. Oh, long sleeves. Ah, oh, right. So ah. what, what, what's the happened? We obviously had two shirts then, obviously, there yeah. at the final. And I had no idea yeah. we had two shirts because I, I only ever wore short sleeves my whole career. I don't think I ever wore a long sleeve shirt once. Unless, I'd play, unless maybe Scotland. <laughs> I'd play for my country. But at club level, and I only wore short sleeves every game. So I, I obviously took that shirt home with me after the cup final and never bothered. So the kit man's obviously gathered up all the long sleeve shirts that people had left and thought, oh, I'm going to make a few well, you see, this, this. This is interesting because I've told you, you there, were, there was another occasion, I think, when you were looking uh, through a memorabilia site and came across your jersey from the cup final. Yes. Now... I know why that was, because after that game, Howard called me and said, I have got a set of replica jerseys ah, right. that weren't used in the final. Do you want them? Oh, wow. I was working in Manchester by this time. Could blame me. And I said, well, yeah, I didn't have any idea what I would do oh, with them. Yeah. But I said, well, yeah. And I actually rang Bob Wilson, who uh -huh. uh, uh, was a long, long-standing friend, and said, yeah. look, Bob, I've got these jerseys. Howard's offered them. Should I take them? He said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gave them to Bob, all of them, the full set. Wow. <laughs> gave them to Bob. And they're now out there. Some, somebody owns them. Wow. Some, somehow. Yeah. Uh, I don't anymore, obviously. Oh, yeah. I, but that's oh. why the jersey you've got in your loft, uh -huh. you saw online being auctioned. Yeah. Because it was in that it was in that pile <laughs> that Howard gave to me all those years ago. And I've ago. got the whatever one in my loft that you used. Yeah, but that it's, I wore. it's traded online as the, the other one. Uh, no, 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 as the jersey you wore. Oh well, that's a lie then. Well, exactly. That's how you have to be so careful. Uh, I've got a guitar memorabilia. Do you think? And I had it signed, a Gibson guitar. Cost about six hundred pounds. I had it for a, a charity. Gary McAllister and I used to run a golf day yeah. for ABC. This, this, Breast this guitar obviously is locked away in a safe. In in in, but isn't it? Yes. 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 Of course it is. Mm. Of course it is. And I, I got this as one of the prizes that was going to be in the auction. Mm -hmm. um, I said to Mac, "I'll get the guitar," and I'll. I got my mate Lynn take it down. Black Sabbath were rehearsing in Cardiff or somewhere like that. So my mate took it down to them, and Tony. Iomi, uh, who I knew well, and Giza Butler, two of the founder members uh, who, who became good pals of mine. Um, they played, they had a little strum on it so that they could say they had played that. And I got them all to sign it uh, Giza, Tony, Bill Ward, the drummer, and of course, Ozzy was there. So the four original members of Black Sabbath have all signed this Gibson guitar. So we auction it. And I'm thinking, we'll get a right few ball for this, right? So it goes up and it's, it's hardly reaching what I paid for the guitar. What? Yes. It's like 600 quid, and I'm thinking, I'm sat there thinking, no, no that's worth more than that. I'm not letting that go for 600 quid. So I bid for it, and I bought it. And I won. <laughs> I, bid. I said, I've just freaking bought the, I bought the guitar, had it signed, then I've got to bought it again. So I bought it. Well, that shows what a charitable heart No, I don't know. So I gave it to my daughter, Sophie, and I said to her, there you go. Put that in a safe somewhere. Put that somewhere safe. And, and it's in a beautiful velvet, well, padded case, so it won't get scratched. Nice. So she's got that. Forever time, if she either wants to get rid of it in a few years or whatever, or keep it forever, who knows? Anyone wants to make a bid on that? Yeah, contact please me. Please contact <laughs> me at Andy9Gray <laughs> or Keys and Gray, the podcast. <laughs> uh, I want to come back and talk about Guardiola later, but I mm. think we should, uh, we should allow uh, you to uh, enjoy more further Rangers success last mm. night and speak with our guest, don't you? Yeah, I do. Who is, you introduce him. Who is... Um, a young man who I first saw in a Rangers Well, he trip. was a young man. Really young man. Yeah, he's As not a 16-year-old. Yeah, now he's a 16-year-old. When he rose above Billy McNeil mm -hmm. in the Scottish Cup final at the Rangers end 
and nodded it into the back of the net for a 1-0 win. A good header. A, a great header of the ball. Could play centre-back. Was he a Scottish internationalist? Yes, he was. Was he? Right. Could play centre-back equally as good as he could play centre-forward. So could that you. is, of course, Derek Johnston. So could you. No, I couldn't. I Did that for Notts County. It was useless at the back. Were you? I was at peace. <laughs> DJ. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, where are you? How are you? And uh, how is your head this morning? <laughs> well, I'm I'm sitting outside my daughter's gymnastic class. I've just dropped her off. I was only got up about half an hour ago. I think I got to my bed about five o'clock this morning. But you know, but honestly, absolutely one of the best nights ever at Ibrox. And you know, I've I've been there a few nights in the when we, we, the semi final in 1972 when we played Bayern Munich with 80,000 there. The noise was phenomenal, but. Last night, it seemed to go on and on from an hour before the game till an hour after the game. And, and remember, I think where we were a decade ago. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's yeah. just unbelievable, unbelievable what happened last night. Absolutely delighted for them. Yeah, I, I, I shared messages with Koisty as well this morning, Derek, who, who 10 years ago s- said to those that were enjoying the demise yeah. of Rangers, uh, you know, I, I, I just have a big kick now yeah. because we won't be here for long. That was the message that was posted then yeah. and repeated last night in many different places. So uh, to all of those that have enjoyed it and, and hopefully there's a happy conclusion in the final. Yeah, it would be good. good luck to you. I mean, it would be a fine way to, to show everyone just how we're back. Wouldn't it? Having done 55 sure, last year, absolutely. big man, having, having completed the 55th last year, to then go and win a major European trophy would just about say, you know what? Yeah. We are back. Yeah. I, I think the only one little disappointment there is, is the way they've played this year in the yeah. league. They've been, you know, they've been great one day and then not so good the next. You know, I'm, I'm looking at when, when they've lost this league, and they have won. I mean, Celtic are going to win. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. But I think that seven days when they lost the 94th minute goal to Ross County, they equalised, they equalised in yeah. the 94th minute. Yeah, and then the following week, the following week, we're playing Motherwell at Ibrox, 2 nothing up, should be about 6 nothing at half-time, and they draw 2-2. I know. That four points meant an awful lot, and I yeah. think that's where we lost it. But ever since then, Europe, I mean, it's been a different thing altogether. They've been outstanding. We've now played the third best team in Germany in Dortmund. Yeah. Leipzig were fifth, you know, and Frankfurt are 11th. So if something will tell you, you know, this is not going to be as hard as you, but listen, they're there they on merit. No, we all exactly, know. exactly. They're just... there on merit, and, and what a game that is going to be. I'm just looking forward to it so much. What did you enjoy about the performance last night, just that one last night? Because the pressure was on, wasn't it? And it's been such, we, we can't go and do this without, you know, mentioning what's happened in the midweek. It's been a traumatic sure, week for sure, the Rangers family, sure. as you and I know only too well. Well, yeah. well Mark it. Sure. Explain what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm going to do it. So, you know, obviously the passing of Jimmy Bell, who, mm. although he wasn't a player, he's as important to Rangers as any player or manager we've had previously, isn't he? Yeah. I think that's the thing. Well, it was such devastation. He was, he was, he was the kit man, wasn't he? Jim was the kit man, but he started as Jock he's Wallace's he's driver or something. He's the longest serving worker. Ibrox. There you go. He was there 40 odd years. He was the bus driver when, when I was in the team. He used to drive the team bus <laughs> as a young man. <laughs> then just kept doing it and obviously he got the, the kit man's job. But every, everybody's got a great word to say about him, Andy. I, I think that did make a difference last night, not only to the players, but to the supporters as well. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody knew Jimmy Bell. You'll, you'll never ever get a bigger Rangers man in your life. No. Anytime, and I don't know what happened to you, Andy, anytime that a new player came into the club, he would take him aside and tell him exactly what our club's all yeah, about. Yeah. 
If, if, you're not, if you've not got that winning mentality, then just walk straight back out the door because we are a club that wins things. You know, and it was just good to everybody. If you needed help or you needed a jersey or you needed something, Jimmy would always be there. So I think that the players realise that. Every player that's gone online has all, always praised them, you know, and, and you can you can actually feel yeah, you can. what they thought yeah. about Jimmy Bell. And yeah. everybody was the same. So that had a lot to do with the players last night. And you know what got me? And I, I mean, not often I get a tear in my eye no, at a football no, game. no. But when Glenn Kamara scored that oh, goal, yes, yes. he took off the black armband and yeah. kissed it for Jimmy. I yeah. went, fantastic. Yeah, and that brilliant. summed up last night for me. Yeah. That summed up last night for me. Yeah, it seemed to, it seemed, they seemed to carry that with them and use it as a, a, as, as, as a help rather than... It could have been a hindrance. You know, it could have weighed heavily yeah. on the players, but it didn't. They used it to help them, I think, get over the line. And it was a brilliant night and it was a real tribute to Jim. I'm so happy the way it went, went for him, for everybody. Well, I, not, not, only, not only for him, but obviously for Walter as well. The yeah. two of them would be watching yeah. that game last oh, night yeah. Yeah. with a wee smile on their face. So, God yeah. rest. Yeah, He's well said. Them. Well said. Are you going, big man? Will you make the final? <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope so. I think, I think there's maybe a wee chance, and I don't know, I haven't spoke to anybody, but I would like to think this is the 50th year, obviously, from Barcelona when we won the Cup and Cup in 1972. Yeah, in fact, the, the, this game, the final's going to be played a week before we actually won it wow. on the 24th of May, 1972. So I would like to think the club might do something and take the lads along for it. If, it, if they did, that would be fantastic. But if not, I'll still be going anyway. Whether I'm going there on the motorbike, the cycle, <laughs> anything, I'll, I'll, I'll be going to Seville, that's for sure. I, t- I tell you something, Derek, what a wonderful opportunity if the club didn't, and I can't believe they won't, no, but if I, they I, didn't, I, I, for, for a for a media organisation yes. to scoop the lads up and, and get some mileage both Absolutely. before, during and after. It's, um, 50 it's a years, wonderful, it's the 50th anniversary. And, and you, yeah. you, you, know the, you know the strange thing, lads? You know the strange thing? I've just been to Ibrox 15 minutes ago and I've picked up the Cup Winners' Cup. <laughs> there's, 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 there's a big do on tonight in Glasgow and there'll be six of the players that played you know, and then the final, the likes of Colin Steen and Willie Johnson. Colin Steen, yeah. legend. They're all, they're all, of course, a Coventry legend yes, as well. Exactly. They're all going to be there. So Thank him for me. Take the, I've got the cup and I'm going to take the cup in there tonight. You've wow. actually, you're sitting with that cup now? It's in my back seat. It's in the back seat. In my back seat. I said he was going to pick it up. That's what he told me. I've got this cup on his cup. Yeah, we've, we've, we've both had oh, our hands on that, DJ. That's good, son. Yeah, you know, you know something? It's, fun, it's funny, Andy, because when you come out the front, front door at Ibrox, yeah. as you know, you know, there's cars going both yeah. ways. And I'm coming out, and there's no box for this cup. I've just brought out the red, white, and blue ribbons, and, and the horns were peeping. The cars were screeching to a halt. Uh, listen, uh, no wonder, because you were stood there with above your arms, your arms above your head, and your, your trophies up there. That's why they were all. <laughs> That's why. What a beautifully timed dinner then tonight, yeah. Friday, uh, DJ. What a wonderful yeah, opportunity. Well, it couldn't be better, you know, and we're all looking forward to it. I was talking to all the lads this morning, so we're going along there a wee bit early. And the great thing is, anybody is there tonight that wants a picture with the trophy, it's there with the lads. Oh, so that's an extra little treat for them. So looking forward to it immensely. Can I, was Colin not your first hero? Yes, Colin Steen, yeah. yeah. I think if I'm right, and, and it's foggy, obviously, when, when Colin signed from Hibs, it was definitely Hibs, yeah, I know that much. And he yeah. signed, didn't he start, Derek, like something like hat trick, hat trick? Hat trick, something like that, no. something ridiculous. No, you were you were you were nearly there. Ah, you got eight goals in three games. There you go. You had two hat tricks and a double in Europe. <laughs> I knew, I knew it was close. So how could he not be my hero as a centre forward? <laughs> well, what, 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 what a start to your footballing career? Ah. Eh? You come to Hibs 
And you know how Rangers fans and Hibs fans don't really get on, so there was always that few Rangers fans that were a wee bit wary when he came, but a lot honestly, after two weeks and three games and eight goals, he was the big hero. By the way, uh, Eamon Tommy Hutch, what an era that was for us at Coventry. I saw him score a goal with only one boot on, injured. Leapt. As Hugh Johns, the commentator at the time, said, it was a horrible line, leapt like a salmon and, and scored, but in one boot. I mean, one of my, uh, one of my early heroes as well, DJ. But yeah. that, that's a side issue on a glorious yes. morning, almost spoilt by my yeah. tales. Oh. <laughs> but give him our best, oh, eh? What is it? What, what, I certainly will. I certainly for, will tonight. Yeah, for for people who don't know our club, uh, what can the city of Seville expect around the days of the 18th of this month, Derek? <laughs> Well, I, I've gone online this morning and, and, I've, and I've praised Ranger has said, well done, absolutely magnificent, one of the best nights of my life watching watching the team. I says, we're only getting 10,000 tickets for oh, Seville. I says, can I tell you lovely people, if you're listening to this or reading this, there will be 150,000 following them. They'll not get in there, but they no. want to be there. If Rangers are in a final, they will be there. Because uh, remember, they only had 250,000 in Manchester. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> they did as no, well. No, yeah. they did. Yes. Oh, yes. it's phenomenal. They will, tra- they will start travelling now. As I say, they'll walk, they'll do anything. No. They'll thumb a lift. But they will be in Seville with Rangers fans in their thousands. I Imagine how to... many live in the south of Spain already right now who are... Who are... But I have, yeah, you're right. I've had two, I've had two calls from from there already asking if we can get tickets for them. I said there's, there's more chance of having dinner with a queen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So what you're saying is, DJ, you can't get me a ticket then, is that right? <laughs> no, absolutely no chance. I'm, I'm, I mean, if Rangers don't take us, then I'm struggling to get a ticket as well. But I'll be going. Even uh, though I don't have a ticket, I'll be there. So if, when we look back on this this season that that's been so traumatic for in many ways for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Did we, if we can finish it off, and I say if, because there's work to be done, if we can finish it off, would it be regarded as a, a, a success for Giovan Bronkosny's first season or, or a disappointment that Celtic have won the league? Get off. No, I'm just asking. Well, wonderful. That's what I think. I'm asking Derek. He knows. He's the man. He's there. Yeah, we're now talking about a European final. If yeah. Rangers were to win that, of course it would be. I mean, it's 50 years since Rangers won it, a last trophy. Of course it would be. And remember, we're in the Scottish Cup final as well against yeah, Hearts. Yeah. You could end up the season winning two trophies. You know, we, we a bit of luck. So of course it would be successful. I think the Rangers fans were a bit weary at first when he came in when Steven Gerrard left. But mm-hmm. I think ta- tactically he's been sensational. Is he Last really? night Good. again, he had a look at them again and went three at the back, got more in midfield. You know, and it was productive. He's, he's clever that way. And changed it when he had to. When he saw a couple of the, the legs were struggling on players off right away and got the, them on. I think tactically he's very, very clever. I've noticed that's the first thing I noticed about him. Doesn't play the same team. He changes it. He looks and see how the opposition's playing, right. and then whether he goes if they're attacking all the time, like of a Celtic, he'll make sure he's got a five at the back. Right. You know, but when we're attacking, these two fullbacks are on their bike, and you're only leaving three at the back. So I, th- I think he, he's worked that really well. The players have been disappointed, a wee bit disappointing, uh, hot and cold all yeah, season, yeah. and probably haven't deserved to win the league. Celtic have been the better side, you have to admit that. But I'll tell you what, if we can pick up that cup, 
and the Scottish Cup. Yeah. That'll be a fantastic season. I agree. From I just want your opinion on that. I agree. Ten years ago, yeah. for ten years ago, playing a Forfar and Montrose and Brechin and Peterhead <laughs> and oh, Annan, all of a sudden we're in Seville <laughs> and a cup final. Fantastic. Yeah. DJ, enjoy your evening. Yes, enjoy sir. what's left of the season, and I do hope. I, I, I really do hope that somehow the boys make it there. Yourself, particularly, yeah. you deserve to be there. Well, if you say I'll see you there, DJ. I hope. All right, lads. Listen, you two take care. Well done. We'll talk to you again. Top man, Thanks, DJ. Thank man. you. Thanks, Derek. Okay. Bye bye. Thanks, DJ. Can't believe that there isn't somebody somewhere that wouldn't scoop the boys up and take them out to yeah, that final. Yeah, seventy-two. Mate, have a little... You know, I, I, it's it's. I, I, disappointing that um, because of course of uh, Heysel English teams removed yeah. themselves from yeah. Europe let's, let's get that straight it wasn't a ban we, we moved first the FA moved first but I was always disappointed for, for the 87 cup winners at Coventry because I think we'd have gone on and won that the following year it is the easiest or was the easiest of the yeah, three yeah. European yeah, competitions yeah, yeah. to win because yeah. you end up playing only yeah, the teams yeah. that are interested in winning the cup yeah. I mean who did you start out against with it? who was your first game against University College Dublin. There you go. Yeah, who was the semi-final team. against? Yeah, but at that point, you're going to end up playing against. Who's at semi-final against? Getting there is not an issue, is it? We'd have won that that year. No, you wouldn't. Anyway, congratulations to Liverpool. I know that you professionally share my yes. congratulatory well, to get in the final. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but in terms of your loyalty, maybe you would wish for Real Madrid to win that. I do think for the neutral, it's uh-huh. a starrier final. yes than it would have been. I agree with you. We were saying that and watching the game and people were saying, oh, great to have an old Premier League final. And I thought, yeah, it, it would be for the league. But, you know, think about it. It's 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 Real Madrid going in against Liverpool. Yeah. Two of the biggest names in football and European football with the records that they have. Mm. It's astounding. And it is a much better game for the world. Yeah, yeah it would have been. Uh, Liverpool, Man City would have been <clears throat> another Premier League game. Yes. We've seen it twice and yes. uh, once in the Cup. And I didn't want to see it again. I would much rather see what what Madrid can do because they've they've amazed me. I'm I'm, I'm I, I still wake up in the morning and I can't believe they're still in the we Champions League. We on Being Sports spent many many minutes running into almost hours mm-hmm. on, on the night. Um, but the, one of the most poignant things struck me as I left and got home, which is why I called you mm-hmm. when I got in. I, I haven't seen the pictures, but but when all is said and done. Mm-hmm. Everything's been discussed, mm-hmm. and I think we're all of the opinion that it's impossible sometimes in life to explain mm-hmm. what's happened mm-hmm. or why. But this hasn't been explained. How on earth can Manchester City concede two goals mm-hmm. in 50 seconds? Bearing in mind, after the first, you're in possession of the football. You have your kickoff. kickoff. You have kickoff. All you've got to do is keep that ball mm-hmm. or put it in row Z yeah. down by the corner flag. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, the broadcasters were on replays, replays. we haven't mm-hmm. seen no, we haven't. how it is that Real Madrid regained possession. Andy, that has to be the deepest of all or, or, or the worst of all the crimes that were committed, yes. surely. Uh, listen, 100%. You're, you're winning, you have a two-goal advantage. Not win 2-0 in the night, but you have a two-goal advantage. You've always made it three. I mean, Jack Grealish came within a whisper. And we keep forgetting about that save. I keep thinking about that save he made. You get, you get hardly any Courtois. credit for it, Courtois. Yeah. That would have yeah. put the game beyond... Uh, Real Madrid but going into stoppage time when the clock struck 90 minutes we were sitting in the studio you, me, Marcel Desailly Nigel, Nigel de Jong sitting there thinking well when, when we're debating about the final we're actually talking about it Nigel's talking about getting his flight sorted because mm. he's ready to go and watch City we're saying oh, it's another 
Premier League game, but I suppose they probably deserve it on on the whole. Well, they did in fairness. Yeah, I mean, they cost ninety minutes. So they were fantastic. even if you lose a goal, right? You lose a goal, then what you do is a, as, as a as a bunch of players and that you get round each other and you say, right, this is this is this doesn't slip away. We get this ball, they don't get it. Mm. We we throw everything in front of. But this. we got it. I know. Is it, we're in possession of it. We, we make sure we don't concede another chance. And within a minute, less than a minute, they've conceded a second one. It was, I, I don't I know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you're asked to pull out the stuff this weekend. I asked the lads if if, if it exists. It may not, it because, must, must be because all, all the broadcast feeds but were must covered be with replays. Feed. I'd hope so. There must be a clean feed. How somewhere. It I don't know how it happened. Uh, they did it against ba- uh, Paris Saint-Germain, exactly the same, scored a goal, Paris Saint-Germain had kick-off. Within a minute, they'd taken the ball off him and scored the second. But that's slightly different because their, their heads are gone, yeah, Paris. Gone. And, 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 you know, it was earlier in the game. City shouldn't have gone. City City's head shouldn't stoppage have gone. time. City's head shouldn't have gone. That really shouldn't. They still had enough quality players on the football pitch, although they'd taken uh, Mares off, they'd taken De Bruyne off, they'd taken Rodri Sorry, off. they still had, and I worked it out, £500 million pounds worth yeah, of yeah. talent on that pitch. Listen, there, there are no excuses that I can offer Manchester City fans about what went wrong. Um, did their team blow it? Yes, they did. They blew it. Simple as that. They blew it. They had a two-goal lead going into stoppage time. They should not lose the match. We've spent the best part of two minutes discussing it. That's all they had to do. Yeah. Stay in possession for one of those two minutes. Yeah, I know. But that's but that, then what I'm saying, but it's, it's compounded by the fact that, okay, that happened, right? And it happened, right? We still have stoppage time. We still have extra time. Clear our heads. Guardiola gets a chance to talk to his players mm-hmm. for five minutes and stress what he wants them to do or whatever. And then they go and do another, commit another naive error. You'd see that on Hackney Marshall. Yes. Nowhere else. Do not, defending you like You cannot that. do that away in the Bernabeu of all places with those baying fans and their tails up. And what Diaz did there, I know what he's thinking. I, I've been there. I know he's thinking. I know he's thinking. I can just nick this. But you cannot take that chance. You just can't. No, not them. You can't. Good centre-backs would have just stayed on their feet, stayed behind Benzema. He was going away from goal. They'd have just stayed behind him, forced him away from goal and, and see it out. And if you need to win on penalties, you win on penalties. But City couldn't even do that. And I understand that there will be people listening, I'm sure, saying, oh, yeah, but of course, it, it, you know, the heat of the battle and, and all that's very well yeah, as yeah, we sit yeah, here yeah. And, and things yeah. are calm. And yeah. Of course, if, if, if we were right every week, there wouldn't be a goal score. No, no, nobody's going to win a football match. No. But, but there are times when big players are required of making big decisions. Big decisions. 100%. And, and that was just a really naive... It's a, it's, but it's not even a convincing... Deeply at the ball. depressing. It's a lazy and, one. It's a lazy yeah, one. And as soon as yeah. he makes that... Then you know what's going to happen. If Benzema wins the ball, he's he's, he's going over, mm. and 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 it's a clear penalty. And and you think, oh my God, what have you done? And to have been so comfortable for ninety minutes, and I mean comfortable. Think about this. Edison didn't ever save in ninety minutes of football. I was bored. Yeah, that tells you, you how well they played. Yeah, you were. Th- he did nothing save. happening. The first time he 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 touched the ball was when he bent down to go and get it out the net. Mm. when Rodrigo scored the first. That's the first time he touched the ball, well, from a save. He never had a save in 90 minutes. They never hit the target in 90 minutes of football. And I think they only had about four efforts. So they, were, they, they offered nothing Real Madrid. The greatest ending or the greatest ending since Barcelona when United beat Bayern Munich? <laughs> I think they're both up there. They'll have to be. Um... It's a tough one. I think 
I think maybe United's because yeah. United's ended on uh, uh, that yeah, 90th minute conclusion, it, it came there it yeah. didn't go to stoppage time you know they hadn't won the game Real Madrid that's what I've said to you Manchester City still had 30 minutes of football in stoppage time to go and win it again that was his job you've won it once I'd be saying to you City if I was uh, Guardiola I'd, I'd be sitting and look at you listen heads up you've won this once you've won it once you've just got to go and do it again you know what Ancelotti said what just give it to Benzema <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you can get in touch with us at Keys and Greg. And by the way, Pod. one quick thing about that: we always, we've talked about Real Madrid and, and how they uh, they might be an aging old team. Did you notice that the stats that came out in the later in the game that when they started their recovery, neither Cruz, Modric, Casemiro were on the football pitch. Good point. And they were all the youngsters: Rodrigo, uh, Camavinga, and it might have been Ceballos. Might have been Danny Ceballos was the other one. There were three younger players all on the pitch at 2-0. The three oldest midfield players had all gone off. We can only look forward to a final, which, of course, we will share uh, for those of us... Come on, Rangers! That's in the Middle East and North Africa, on in Sports. And, uh, oh, that final. Yeah. I'm talking about mine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for joining us. Now you found us, please tell us uh, what you think of the product and your mates that you found us again. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.